Father, let's lift our hands to the Most High God and begin to bless His holy name. Give Him glory, give Him honor, give Him adoration. Bless the King of Kings, bless the Lord of Lords. Bless the Ancient of Days. Give Him glory, give Him honor, give Him adoration. Let's begin to worship Him. Let's magnify his holy name. There's no one like him. He is the almighty God. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Let's give him all glory. Let's give him all honor. Magnify his holy name. Magnify his holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we worship. Lift your voice to him loud and clear and say, Father, please speak to me tonight. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. Speak to me tonight, Lord. It is written, you sent your word and you healed them. And deliver them from all their disruptions. Father, please speak to me tonight. Let me hear from you tonight, O Lord. Speak to me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah, what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah, heaven and earth adore, even angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. Serving him, what a mighty God. 
God, the all-sufficient God, the resurrection and the life, the one who can raise the dead, the one who can heal the sick, the one who can make the lame to walk, the one who can make the dumb to speak, the one who can destroy the plan of the devil. Glory be to your holy name. Father, accept our worship in Jesus' name. Thank you for what you did on Monday. Thank you for what you did yesterday. Thank you for what you are about to do tonight. And thank you for what you will do tomorrow. Father, accept our worship in Jesus' name. Tonight, Father, in a way you have never done before, speak to all of us. Send your word to us. Heal us. Deliver us. Set the captives free tonight. And give us a brand new beginning. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Well, let somebody shout hallelujah. Shake hands with two or three people and tell them, you will hear from God tonight. And if you believe that, let me hear you shout hallelujah. As at 7 p.m. this evening, the number of babies born at the Congress ground had risen to 19. Boys, 11. Girls, 8. So let the boys shout, praise the Lord. And let the girls shout, hallelujah. Tonight, again, by the special grace of God, I will be brief. Because tonight we are about to pray three prayers that will change your destiny permanently. And so I don't want to delay. I want to get you to that point where you will pray the prayers as urgently as possible. As from tomorrow, by the grace of God, the altar will be moving to the new arena. But those of you who still want to stay here, you're welcome to do so because, as usual, we will be connected. Mark chapter 10, from verse 46 
to 52. Mark 10, 46 to 52 is our text. Again, I will only read a few verses and then we leave the rest since we know the story already. Tonight, we will be talking about the power of inspiration. The power of inspiration. On Monday, we have spoken about the power of praise or the garment of praise. Yesterday, we spoke about the power of testimonies. Tonight, we want to talk about the power of inspiration. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry and cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Man is created in the image of God. And God is a trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one. So man is a spirit. He lives in a body and he has a soul. So man has physical ears and he has ear of understanding and he has spiritual ears. Just as he has physical eyes, eye of understanding and spiritual eyes. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was passing by, faith was born in him because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans 10, 17. But between hearing that Jesus was passing by and the time he began to cry 
something happened that you might not ordinarily see if you just read the Bible with your physical eyes and not with your spiritual eyes. In between, he heard and he began to cry. There is something that happened to him that is called inspiration. And I will explain that as simply as God will help me. When he heard with the physical ear that Jesus was passing by, he heard something with his spiritual ear. Something that told him, your day has come. Nobody said that one to him. He had it directly from God. One of my sons that preached yesterday told you something. He said, if we are talking about a turnaround, he said, that can come to you through man. He said, but when we are talking about the great turnaround, that can only come from God. With the physical ear, Bartimaeus heard that Jesus was passing by. With his spiritual ear, he heard from God. Bartimaeus, the day you have been waiting for has come. He heard directly from God. You don't have to die in darkness. He heard from God. Your darkness can become light today. He heard from God. This is your only opportunity. Don't miss it. He heard from God. You better use what you have to get what you need. God is already speaking to someone. voice that comes from God that only you can hear is called inspiration. Job chapter 32 verse 8 Job 32 verse 38 Job 32 verse 8 he says, there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Something in, from God. 
that will tell your spirit, this is what you must do now. Uh, Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 puts it in another way. He says, and this is my translation. He says, when you get to a crossroad, where you don't know whether to turn right or to turn left, you will hear a word behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Thousands of people may be in a place. One fellow could hear just one thing from God that nobody else is hearing. And that will change his life. One preacher said something. And I want you to take note of it. Because what he said was so accurate. He says, those who have not heard what you hear, we think you are mad. I said that is correct. Then he added, he said, those who don't know where you are going, we think you are lost. I said, how accurate. When I was living in a room in Moshe, and I was praying to God to build me a boy's quarter, I heard his voice. Son, don't ask me for a house. I have decided to build you a city. I'm the only one who heard. When I shared it with those who were close to me, they laughed. They thought, we better pray for this man. It seems he's going bananas. I heard that word that will change your destiny for the better. That word that will translate you from where you are to where God only can take you. You will hear it tonight. When later on we found a piece of property here, four and a half acres, and I said, Ah, glory be to God, let's move. There were those who thought I was lost, they didn't hear what I heard. They didn't know where I was going. I heard. Please tell the fellow next to you, 
you will hear from God tonight. Say it as if you really mean it. When we built the first auditorium, 100 meters by 50 meters, there were people who said to me, this is the largest auditorium in Africa. Let us wall it around. I smiled. This is not what I heard. I know where God is taking us. I love beautiful things. I love to see mighty cathedrals. Beautiful walls. Well air conditioned. But I know what I heard. I know what I heard. It's not a congregation that can be contained within an enclosure. I know what God said. That word, that word that will transform your life completely. You will hear it tonight. When I said, after we built the first one, we built the second one, we came here, and they kept on saying, at long last we have arrived, and I kept on saying, no, 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 we haven't started. And then we move on to three by three, and they said, now definitely we have arrived. I said, when we start, I will tell you, That word from my father in heaven that will cause your friends to say maybe something is wrong with him. You will hear it tonight. <laughs> let, 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 let me tell you this. Because like I told you at the beginning, this is it's not an ordinary week. This is a kind of week that never recalls in life. If, if you hear a news, if anybody tells you that Pastor Adeboye is dead, don't believe them. You know why? Because I heard that God is going to build for us an auditorium the size of Ibadan. Until that is done, I'm not going anywhere. And you know what? There's at least someone here tonight who will be there when we are dedicating that auditorium. 
If you are the one, let me hear you shout hallelujah. So let me let me explain the thing called the voice of inspiration. The voice of inspiration tells you this voice that only you can hear tells you that this is not the best you can be. That's the first thing you will hear from him. In 2 Kings chapter 4, from verse 8 to 17, 2 Kings 4, verse 8 to 17, you hear the story of the Shunammite woman. She was great. She was wealthy. She was well-connected. She knew the king. She knew the commander-in-chief. She felt, I'm great enough. When the man of God said, Woman, you are going to have a son. She laughed. Man of God, don't deceive me. I don't need anything. But after the man of God spoke, she had a voice. Yes, you are great, but you are not yet complete. One of my sons was preaching yesterday and said something very, very good. He said the only people who need a turn around are those who are in problems. The sick, the captive, the poor. I was smiling in my prayer room. I said, you are correct, my son. But your daddy will tell you a little more tomorrow. In mathematics, I'm not here to teach you mathematics, so don't be afraid. <laughs> we have what we call turning points. We have what we call the upper turning point. You climb to the top of a hill and then you begin to come down. He was explaining that that kind of turnaround, nobody wants it, which is correct. Then we have what we call the lower turning point. You are at the bottom of a valley and you begin to climb. That's a good turning point. But there's a third kind of turning point. When you are at the top of a hill and suddenly you realize that, oh, that's not the end of the journey. There is a mountain. And from the hill, you turn upward. We call it point of inflection. F forget the language. The point is simple. No matter how great you are now, in the name that's above every other name, before I see you again, 
you will be greater. The first voice that will come from inspiration is this is not the best that you can be. You can be better. The second thing that the voice will tell you is you can do something about it. You can do something that will take you from the level you are to a higher level. Second King chapter 7 from verse 1 to 9. Second Kings 7 from verse 1 to 9. You know the story. The man of God prophesied to a city that was besieged and said before the end of 24 hours there will be abundance. Thank you for saying amen. Because I just heard from the Almighty God that there is someone here before the new year. You will not have to ever borrow again. So the man of God said, within 24 hours, there will be abundance. And uh, the Bible said there were four lepers at the gate of the city. Only one of them heard from God. One, just one of the four. He heard that voice. That said to him, You are a leper. If you stay here, you will die. You better move to the camp of the enemy. The one who heard shared with the other three. I had a voice, I have an inspiration. Let's go to the camp of the enemy. The other three argued with him. Are you crazy? If we get there, they kill us. He convinced them. If we stay here, we will die. If we go to the camp of the enemy, the worst that can happen to us is they kill us. Let's go. That word that will come from the almighty God that will change the history of your family you will hear it tonight let me give you another example of the voice of inspiration you will find it in Joshua chapter 2 from verse 1 to 21 
Joshua 2 from verse 1 to 21. It talks about a harlot called Rahab. Two spies were sent and they stayed in her place. She recognized them. Ah, these are the people we have been hearing about. Their God, wonderful, powerful. They are at our borders now. We are the next to go. And she heard a voice that said to her, Since you can't beat them, join them. She had the voice. That's why she said to them, <laughs> We know we are going to be destroyed by your people. But I'm going to be kind to you. When you come, you must remember my kindness. She had a voice that brought salvation to her family. Oh, I say one more time. The word that will transform the life of every member of your family. You will hear it tonight. The power of inspiration. Let me just give you one physical example. I can give so many, but just one will do. One day, a man of God, just a Christian, was reading his Bible. And he got to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Isaiah 40, verse 31. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And he heard a voice. You are not a bird, but you can fly. Oh, he called his brother and shared with him. We can fly, you know. The brother said, We are not birds. Hey, is there in the word of God? We shall mount with wings as eagles. You want to know their names? They are popularly known, popularly known as the Wright Brothers. So they said, okay, mount with wings as eagles. So they studied the bird called Ego and began to make all kinds of contraptions that would look like that, like an ego, and they would try to see if it will work. People laughed at them. 
They mocked them. They said to them, if God wants man to fly, he would have given man wings. But today, because they persisted, they kept going. Just like Bartimaeus kept on crying. They kept going. And today, <laughs> everybody goes all over the world flying in aeroplanes that look like eagles. May I decree to someone here because of what God is going to speak to you tonight, you will become a blessing to the whole world. I can give you other examples of inspirations that came to people as they read the Bible. One that says, when you are walking through the rivers, it will not overflow you. And somebody said, wait a minute, I think I hear a voice. I am not a fish, but I can live inside the river. And today, we have what they call submarines, etc., etc. But I want to tell you tonight... And you may need to take note of this. After this, you can get ready to pray the three prayers that I want you to pray tonight. The sum total of what the voice of inspiration will tell you is your best is yet to come. Why? Because God always reserves the best till the last. John chapter 2, from verse 1 to 11. John 2, from verse 1 to 11. There was the wedding in Canaan of Galilee. They ran out of wine. Jesus intervened. The MC said, People always have the best first, but to have kept the best till the last. The day I read that story, after I became born again, I heard a voice. Son, your best is yet to come. I want you to turn to the fellow next to you and say, my brother, my sister, your best is yet to come. So you are going to pray three prayers. I will explain the three to you. When it's time to pray, you can choose to pray them or you can choose to ignore them. The first one is based on Joshua chapter 10, from verse 12 to 14. Joshua 10, 
12 to 14, Joshua was fighting a battle. And the enemy was about to escape because the night was falling. And Joshua asked something from God that nobody had ever asked before. He told his son not to set. He told the moon to stay where it was. And the Bible says it happened like he asked. And that there had never been another day like that before or after. You're going to ask God to inspire you to ask for something nobody had ever asked before. That's going to be your prayer one when we get there. And I will give you an example. Or maybe two. One tiny and one big. My son, Pastor Rafford, reminded me of one not too long ago, so a few days ago. I was invited to a conference in a town called Denver, Colorado, in America. Anybody who knows America will know that that's a very cold part of America, particularly in January, I think. Lord, should I go? Daddy said, go. But Daddy, you know I don't like cold weather. I don't like winter at all. Since you're asking me to go, you will have to give me summer during winter. I asked, I arrived. The few days I was there, people were wearing T-shirts. Two hours after I left, all the snow that should have fallen when I was there came back. I asked what nobody had asked for before. And God gave it to me. I've asked for something else. You've heard me say it before. Nobody had asked for it before. I told my daddy, I want double the anointing of Elisha plus double the anointing of Peter, plus double the anointing of Paul, plus double the anointing on the Lord Jesus Christ when he was here on earth. I want you to add everything together and double it again. I 
am not saying I've already got everything yet, but at least I fast. How many of you will ask God for something so big that if the fellow next to you hears you, he will say you are mad? Are you ready to find out that the God we are serving is the all-sufficient God? The God who is more than, you know? That'll be prayer number one when the time comes. Prayer number two is based on Acts of the Apostles chapter 19. Verse 11 to 12. Acts 19, 11 to 12. The Bible says God performed special miracles by the hand of Paul. Special miracles. A miracle is a special divine intervention. In the affairs of man. Whenever God performs a miracle, he suspends the laws of nature. Does what he wants to do and then restore the law. Special intervention. But the Bible says God performs special miracles. That means special, special divine intervention. You know what that means? God translated an ordinary man to becoming extraordinary. Paul the Apostle was already a successful professor. He wasn't a failure by any standard at all. But God took a professor of law and turned him to someone whose handkerchiefs can heal the sick, cast out demons, and perform special miracles. Your prayer number two, when the time comes, is that you are going to call on the Almighty God and say, I want you to translate me from being ordinary to becoming extraordinary. That's prayer number two. I've told you before that once upon a time I heard a voice that we were in a gathering like this. And I heard the voice of the Lord. I'm the only one who heard it. You will hear your own tonight. <laughs> when he said to me, son, what kind of pastor will you want to be? And I said to him, Lord, <laughs> I'm a mathematician. I don't answer a question unless I understand it. I don't understand the question. Then he said, would you like to be the best or the worst? Ah, if I have to choose between those two, I would rather be the best. Would you like to be the least or the greatest? 
<laughs> By your grace, I prefer to be the greatest. Would you like to be the poorest or the richest? Ah, I have been poor. Poor is not good. I am not saying I'm the greatest yet. I am not saying that I'm the best. I am not saying I'm the richest. But whether you believe it or not, I'm on my way. The third prayer is based on Matthew 14 from verse 23 to 33. Matthew 14, 23 to 33. You know the story. The disciples were in a boat. It was at night. There was a storm. Jesus came to them walking on water. The people were afraid when they saw him. And he said, It is I, be not afraid. And Peter said unto him, If it be you, Lord, bid me come unto you. And the Lord said, Come. He spoke only to Peter. Because Peter is the only one who said, I want to hear from you. And Peter jumped out of the boat. Now I know all the preachers, when they come to that story, they will only tell you that Peter began to sink. Read that passage very well. Before he began to sink, he walked on water. He did what nobody had ever done before. He made history. It is said there are those who study history. There are those who write history. There are those who will sit down and watch history be made. And there are the few who made history. One of the prayers I'm going to ask you to pray tonight is that God will inspire you to be a history maker. Maybe I just give you one little illustration and we'll be almost ready to pray. I've told you before, I was in London preparing the Sunday school booklet for the mission. It's a time very close to my birthday when I heard a voice. Son, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, Lord, I, 
I, are you the one speaking to me? And if you are the one repeat the question and he repeated the question, I said, yeah, all right, for my birthday, I want a miracle for every member of my congregation. Is that all I said? That's all I wanted. So fine, when you get back home, gather them together. We gathered them together. We began a series of services that came to be known as the Holy Ghost Service. I heard a voice. The voice is what has become the Holy Ghost Service, the Holy Ghost Rally, the Holy Ghost Congress, whatever you call it, all over the world because I heard a voice. History was made because I heard a voice. Bartimaeus heard. Apart from that Jesus was passing by, he heard something else that said, hey, you don't have to die like this. Hey, the day you have been waiting for has come. Hey, this is your opportunity. Don't miss it. You know that Jesus never came back to Jericho? Very soon, I'm going to ask you to pray. When it is time to pray, it's up to you. You can pray the way you like. You can pray casually. Or you can pray as somebody who needed to hear from God. But before we pray, there might be some of you here who will say, I've never heard from God before. That is not true. You say, how can you prove that? Oh, the Bible says in John chapter 6, verse 44. John 6, verse 44. Jesus Christ said, No man can come unto me except my father draws him. That day you gave your life to Jesus. You may not realize it. You had a voice. I say, go, go and surrender your life to Jesus Christ. This is your day of salvation. Go. You heard a voice. You didn't know it then. You could not come to Jesus except the Father draws you. Except that he says, move, go, and surrender. And there are some here now that have been hearing the gospel. They've been talking to you about give your life to Jesus, desire, and you are just laughing at them. Uh, they ask you to come to church. Okay, I can come to church. I can shout with them, etc., etc. But you have never really surrendered to Jesus Christ. Do you know that right now he's already speaking to you? He say, hey, this is your day. This is your day of salvation. As soon as the man of God says, come and surrender your life to Jesus Christ, be the first one that will run forward. If you are that fellow, your day has come at last. If you want to now come and surrender your life to Jesus, no more pretending, no more joking, 
I want to become a child of Jesus Christ for the rest of my life. We will pray for your salvation and then you will join us in the big prayers that we are going to pray later. So if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, if you know God is calling you, say go, 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 go. Now begin to come. Nobody is forcing you, but a voice is saying go. This is your day. This is your day of salvation. You can't miss it now. You better run forward as he's calling you before it is too late. Oh, nobody can come to Jesus except the Father draws him. He's the one drawing you now. Hurry up before it is too late. Thank you, those of you who are clapping. God is taking note of your clapping. And he will reward you for it. And those of you who are clapping for Jesus, your hands will never wither. And the hands you are clapping for him will never be empty. Thank you, Lord. Please talk to Jesus Christ now. Tell him, I have come to the cross. I want to be saved. You are my Savior. You are my Lord. I receive you today, sincerely. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. Just forgive all my sins. Let your blood wash me clean. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. Go ahead, talk to him. Please stretch your hands towards these people and intercede for them. Pray that the one who saved your soul will save their own souls also. Pray that the Almighty God will wash away their sins and give them a brand new beginning. Intercede for them, brethren. Go ahead for just two minutes. Pray for them before we continue. That the one who saved their souls, to save your souls, will save their own souls also. Those of you in front, cry unto him, Lord, have mercy on me. Save my soul. Let your blood wash away my sins. You've asked me to come, I have come. Please, Lord, save my soul. Save my soul. Save my soul. And anyone who is still on the way, you have to hurry up now because I'm about to pray. And just make sure you get here before... I finish praying. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Father and my God, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your word. And thank you for these people that have come forward to surrender their life to you. You promised, O oh Lord, that whosoever will come unto you, you will know why cast out. They have come now. Please receive them in Jesus' name. Save their souls. Wash them clean with your blood. Write their names in the book of life. And from now on, any time they ask you for anything, answer them by fire. And let them serve you for the rest of their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, those of you in front, let me hear you shout hallelujah. I rejoice with you. 
And I want to promise you from now on I'll be praying for you. So I need your names, your address, and your prayer requests. Let's begin to thank God in advance for the mighty things He will be doing in our lives in the next few moments. Let's go ahead and begin to worship Him as we wait for our new brothers and sisters.
please let us stand. The Bible says we don't even know how to pray as we ought to. But the Holy Spirit will help us. Your first prayer is that you will tell the Almighty God, God, I want to ask for the impossible tonight. Please do it for me. So you lift your voice to him loud and clear and say, Father, I want to ask for the impossible tonight. Please do it for me. Go ahead. Talk to the Almighty God. Joshua asked for the sun not to set. God did it for him. He asked for the moon not to rise. God did it for him. God, I'm asking you for the impossible tonight. Please do it for me. I'm asking for the impossible. I'm about to ask you for the impossible tonight. Please do it for me. Do it for me. Do it for me. I'm asking for the impossible. Do it for me, Lord. Do it for me. Do it for me, Lord. I want the impossible. I want to, I am going to ask you for the impossible. In a moment, Lord, do it for me. Almighty God, do it for me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, you pray this one, if only you believe in it. Lift your voice to him loud and clear and say, Father, in every area of my life, from now on, let me be extraordinarily successful. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. In every area of my life, let me be extraordinarily successful. Every area of my life. Extraordinarily successful. I don't want to be ordinarily successful. I want to be extraordinarily successful. In every area of my life. In my marriage, let me be extraordinarily successful. In my ministry, let me be extraordinarily successful. In my place of work, let me be extraordinarily successful. Let me be extraordinarily successful. Extraordinarily successful. 
Almighty God, in every area of my life, let me be extraordinarily successful. I'm extraordinarily, extraordinarily successful. Extraordinarily successful. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Peter made history. We are still talking about him today. Lift your voice to the Almighty God. Don't be afraid. Cry to him and say, Father, before I die, let the whole world hear about me. Open your mouth and cry to the Almighty God. Before I die, let the whole world, the whole world, not just my country, let the whole world hear about me before I die. Before I die, let the whole world hear about me. Before I die, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. One of my daughters came to me some days ago. He said, Daddy, is it too much to ask? I said, What? He said, the next time you need to build an auditorium, I want to build it alone. Open your mouth and cry to the Almighty God and say, Father, very, very soon, anything I want to do for you, let it be easy for me. Open your mouth and cry unto the Almighty God. I want to do for you anything I can just imagine. Let it be easy. Let it be easy for me. Anything I want to do for you, let it be easy for me. Let it be easy for me. Anything, anything I want to do for you, let it be easy. Let it be easy for me. 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 From now on, anything I want to do for you, let it be easy for me. Let it be easy for me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' 
mighty name we have prayed. You have had testimonies of people raising the dead. They don't have two heads. Their parents are not angels. Lift your voice to the Almighty God and say, Father, from now on, anyone I touch must receive a major miracle. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. From now on, anyone I touch must receive a major miracle. If I touch the blind, the blind must see. If I touch the lame, the lame must walk. If I touch the dead, the dead must rise. From now on. Anyone I touch must receive a major miracle. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Don't be afraid to pray this prayer. Your own is to pray. It is left to God to answer. And I can assure you, it's going to answer tonight. I said, Father. I want to be among the best. I want to be among the greatest. I want to be among the richest. Open your mouth and cry to the Almighty God. I want to be among the best. I want to be among the greatest. I want to be among the richest. That's what I want to be, Lord. The best. The greatest. The richest. In everything possible. I don't want to be ordinary, Lord God Almighty. I don't want to be ordinary. I want to be extraordinary. I want to be among the best. I want to be among the greatest. I want to be among the richest in the whole wide world. That's what I want to be, Lord. Nothing less than the best. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Father, my God, the all-sufficient God, the one who is more than enough, I thank you for your word tonight. I thank you for the blessed ears that have heard your word tonight. Please accept my thanks in Jesus' name. Tonight, 
I stand in complete agreement with everyone here and everyone listening to me all over the world as they have asked so do unto them in Jesus name when the history of the world is written let the names of all these your children be mentioned therein in the name that's above every other name you will all be among the best you'll be among the greatest you'll be among the richest you'll be among the most anointed miracles signs wonders that had never been done by anybody before god will do through you so shall it be in jesus mighty name we have prayed if you receive that, let me hear you shout hallelujah. God bless you. Go in peace.